What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is Locked Up Sports. Jalen Brunson goes down for the Knicks last night in a win against Memphis. How long will he be out? Jonathan Quick with another solid performance between the pipes for the Rangers tonight. Do they officially have a goalie controversy? Three days till Super Bowl 58. We'll get you caught up on all the preparations with the Niners and the Chiefs and the Mark Mancini Report. Mark Mancini is here with us. All that coming up next. Locked Up Sports. What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Thank you for joining the show inside the Brian Gunzel Studios. Like we said, three days to the Super Bowl. So you get you, you get all your boxes, get your parties together, everything going on. Me, I'm going to be staying home because I'm out of work and I'm on rec hours and there's a whole thing. But I, I, I don't mind staying home for the Super Bowl. I, I enjoy staying home for the Super Bowl. I like to watch the game, enjoy it. Uh, we do have boxes for sale. If anybody wants them, uh, $10 a box. You just contact uh, me uh, via social media or text if you have my number, whichever one. Get in touch with me somehow. And we'll get you a couple boxes, $10 a piece. We'll have all that coming up for you later. Uh, we are sponsored. We are powered by the Vouch Store. Vouch.store slash locked up sports. Vouch.store slash locked up sports. Uh, the Rangers tonight. Uh, listen, the Rangers got another win tonight. It's their first three game win streak since mid December. They're, they're 36. 36- 16 and 3 I I, be, I believe they're 36 16 and 3 they they played outstanding and these are two big wins for the Rangers. I, I know a lot of people on social media were downplaying it a little bit the other night. That was a big win the other night. Colorado is one of the best teams in the Western Conference. They're one of the better teams in the NHL. The Rangers played excellent. Quick had 32 saves. He he was he was the reason they won. And then tonight against a good Lightning team, the Rangers went out there and they won 3 to 1. Yeah, Jimmy VC with two goals. But again, now the story after tonight's game is Jonathan Quick and do the Rangers have themselves a goalie controversy? Which coming into this season would be unheard of. Unheard of. Jonathan Quick was supposed to be there to support, pick up a couple of games here and there. He's older. He's on the downside of his career. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's on the downside of his career. He came to the Rangers. He grew up a Rangers fan. And you know what? With Shesterkin struggling... And the way Quick has played so far this season, I think they have a goalie controversy. And I think right now, now listen, going forward into the playoffs and in the future, obviously Shesterkin is the Rangers goalie. And he's going to have to figure out whatever's going on. He's going to have to get it figured out. Okay. But right now, as of tonight and as of Friday in Chicago, I think the net is is clearly, it's Jonathan Quick's net. I mean, he he is, he's three in a row. You got to ride the hot hand. The Rangers have Carolina right on their heels. They got to win these games. You play a team like Chicago. Now, I could see the the, the argument. Place your starkin against a, an awful team like Chicago. Get his con- confidence back. Hopefully, he plays a good game. The Rangers should be able to win that game. And then you got Calgary on Monday. You could play him again. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't play him. I would stick with quick. These are games you got to win. He's the hot hand. He's playing very well. He just beat two of the better teams in the NHL, one in the Eastern Conference, one in the Western Conference. Why not Why not keep with him? Listen, like I said, is it a goalie controversy? For, right now, I think it is. I think it is. And, and is he going to be a starter going forward throughout the season and, and into the playoffs? Quick, no, he's not. Because he's older, and he's going to eventually wear down a little bit, especially if you have him playing 30 games or, or 40 games in the season. You, you can't name him your starter right now. He's just, he's an older player. He's going to start to wear down. 
So they got to figure out what's going on with Shesterkin because this team will only go as far as Shesterkin goes, especially when it comes to the playoffs and, and, and how far into the spring this season will go for the Rangers. They're going to need Shesterkin. So let him sit back. Let him figure out what he's doing. Figure out what's going on. He's working with the goalie coach. Go with quick. Keep him in there until they lose. He's won three in a row. Tonight, again, the Rangers Rangers did not take penalties. You got Tampa Bay's one of the better power plays in the, in the NHL. It's a, it's a dynamic power play, the way they move the puck. The Rangers took a penalty in the third period. They killed it off. They got they got a, they, two goals in the second period, and they, it was unlikely people getting the goals. It was VC getting two, and Brzezinski getting a goal. So it was it was two nothing Rangers with Brzezinski and uh, VC both getting goals in the second period, both with one in the beginning of the second period, one towards the end of the second period with just over two minutes left. Brzezinski got got the second goal, and it was it was a soft goal. It was it was a soft goal led up by by Vasilevsky, who's one who's another Hall of Famer. So Vasilevsky in there, Brzezinski kind of got the puck. It, it squirted out from the boards into the the, the circle, and Brzezinski just one timed it, and it got through like uh, between his arm and his body. And listen, you'll take it, especially against a goalie like Vasilevsky. You take what you can get. The Rangers again on special teams. They played well, killing. They didn't take penalties because even if you're a great power uh, penalty kill against a team like like Tampa, they're going to score if they, you give them a couple chances on the power play. Rangers did not. They just gave them the one. They killed it off, and again they scored and they got good goaltending. Now it was only 18 saves from um, Quick tonight, but he played. He, he he did what he had to do. He said you can't force shots. He 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 stopped the shots that were put his way. And up until the third period, I mean, he gave up the goal. What, what was it? 529 in the third period. The Lightning got the goal. They made it 2-1. The Rangers, they didn't they didn't let up either. It's not like they kind of hung back and just tried to win this game by, by just trying to hang on. It wasn't one of those games. They kept the pressure on. They rolled four lines. They got two goals out of the fourth line, which is unexpected. Whenever you can get something like that, you'll take it. And... Away they went with a 3-1 win as VC ended, added an empty netter at the end of the game. And the Rangers have won three in a row. They're now starting to turn the corner, play better. They had about a month, you know, most of the month of January and, and, and a little bit at the end of the month of December. They didn't play as well as they had in the beginning. And now they seem to be picking it up. And the catalyst is is Jonathan Quick in between the, in between the pipes for the Rangers. And you got to stick with him. I think... I think if you allow you late, you stick with him. Now, I don't think he will. I think he's going to play Shesterkin on Friday because he knows that 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 they're going to need Shesterkin. He, he knows that. He's you know, Laviolette's been around the, around the block a couple times. He knows that Jonathan Quick cannot take this team to the promised land where they want to go. It's going to have to be Shesterkin. And when Shesterkin was asked after the game tonight, you know, he gave the very diplomatic answer. He was on TV uh, on the TNT broadcast. Very always the best in the world. I've learned so much from him. You know, he he, but he wants to play. Of course, he wants to play. Jonathan Quick is going to the Hall of Fame. He's a two-time Stanley Cup winner. He won the Stanley Cup last year as a backup. He wants to play because he's a hockey player, and hockey, and players want to play. They don't want to sit on the bench. But he, he he's doing everything right. He's saying the right things. He's playing excellent. He's he's just he's a good teammate. He's a veteran presence. In the locker room, and 
the the fact that he's playing great is just a plus for the team because you, you really didn't expect it, right? You expected him to come in, be solid. When when Shostakin needed a night off, he would be able to step in. You could trust him. You wouldn't have to worry about it if God forbid Shostakin went down. Because coming into this league, Shostakin was on a on a path to be one of the all time greats on one of the all time years for a goalie in his rookie year. Took the Rangers almost single handedly to the conference finals. Last year was be- it was good too. It wasn't as good, but you can't have years like like he had the first year. You know, over and over and over and over. It's not going to happen. But he was solid last year. He was one of the top goalies in the league. And then this year, I, I don't know what's going on. They have obviously found something with his game because he's working with the goalie coach. He is not starting. And we'll see what they do. We'll see. It's very, very interesting to see what Laviolette does on Friday. And I, I think he's going to play Shesterkin because I think he also doesn't want a goalie controversy. Right? You don't you don't you don't need that. You don't need the 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 noise coming from the reporters and the papers and 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 the interviews about a goalie controversy. Who's just starting? He doesn't want to deal with that. So if you get Shesterkin in there in a game that the Rangers should win, like against Chicago on Friday, and they should beat Calgary again on Monday, if you could get him two wins there, it might you know temper the calls for Quick to be named the starter. So that's what's going on with the Rangers. Either way, listen, it, it's the kind of problems that you'll take for from your team. They they're winning games. They've won. They've come out of the shoot here in the second half post All Star break very very positively. Two wins against two of the best teams in the NHL, both at home. Now they hit the road to Chicago and then home Monday against Calgary. So interesting, interesting stuff going on with the Rangers. As far as the Knicks go, last night, a scary moment for the Knicks. And 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 Jalen Brunson went down. Knicks had a, had a 28-point lead. Jalen Brunson went down. He, he rolled his ankle. Knicks almost blew the lead. They ended up winning by 10 just watching that, you could see that this team is going nowhere and they are a completely different team when Brunson is not on the court and they cannot afford to lose him for any, any, any kind of time, anything like the two weeks or more, it's going to be a problem and you're going to see them start to drop in the standings. Now, it doesn't sound like it's as bad. It doesn't sound like it's the nightmare that, that Knicks fans that we thought it was. When it happened, he rolled the ankle. It looked bad. He was down. He had to get helped off the court. He's rolled the ankle earlier in the season as well. When Thibodeau left him on the court with 10 seconds left or whatever against against the Celtics. And they, it was a 10-point game. This, the Knicks were up 28 points. Now, I'm not I'm not blaming Thibodeau saying he should have pulled. Listen, Brunson went down. It was, it was, you know, it wasn't like the last 20 seconds of the game. But the Knicks almost blew the lead. They ended up winning by 10 They've now won two straight after losing to the Lakers. So they have won, let's see, nine, 11 out of 11 out of 12. Well, they've won 11 out of the last 12. And listen, they got Dallas tomorrow at home at the Garden. Brunson is listed as questionable, which is good because if he was out, you kind of, you, you'd start talking and you'd start worrying and you'd be like, okay, because we all know it, it, as important as Shesterkin is for the Rangers, Brunson is even more important to the Knicks. They just they, they are just a completely different team. You got OG Anobi who's who's going to be he's ruled out for tomorrow. That's going to be his sixth straight missed game. He's got bone spurs. He's he I mean he's a good player. He's a, he's a top player in the in the in the NBA. 
he does he is injury prone. He misses games, and and we're starting to see that here now that he's a Nick. That when he's there, and when he when he plays, he's excellent. But the best ability is availability, right? And and he he's not available. He's now missed six straight games. This, tomorrow will be a six straight game. The Knicks are in the they're tied for third with the Bucks, thirty three and eighteen, identical record as the Bucks at thirty three and eighteen. The Cavs thirty three and sixteen, so two games in hand. That's why the Cavs are in second in the Eastern Conference, and they're chasing the Celtics, which is now. You know, it's it's somewhat in reach. There's six games back of the Celtics. Now, are they going to catch the Celtics? I don't think they are. But, I mean, listen, coming into the, this season, if you would have told us the Knicks would do it, would be 33-18 and 18 after 50-some-odd games, I mean, come on. You take it in a heartbeat. And they can really do damage in the playoffs, but you got to be healthy. And you got to be healthy, and it's so important they got to get uh, OG and OG back. He's got to be on the court. He's not on the court a lot. He misses a lot of time. And if you look at his past in his career, he's missed a lot of games. He's injury prone, which is a problem. Brunson is the is the main thing. Now listen, Brunson, and it, it when the, when the report came out a couple hours ago that it was that he's questionable for tomorrow's game rather than out. I think a big sigh of relief was taken by all the Knicks fans. Across the city here, because we, we you know we know we know that how important Brunson is. We know he is the Knicks right now, and as far as he goes, that's how far the Knicks will go. And you know, if you lose him, forget it, forget it. So we're gonna take uh, a quick break here. Quick break. We're gonna be back. We're gonna talk Super Bowl, and then we'll have the Mark Mancini report. We'll talk Super Bowl when we get back. Right after this. All right, I want to talk to you now about Rogue Pet Science. And if you're like me, I have cats. But if you're like me with dog, if you have dogs, you know that they're part of the family, right? You want them to be healthy. You want them to be happy. You want them to live as long as possible. And that's where Rogue Pet Science comes in. Rogue Pet Science was founded by passionate scientists and pet health enthusiasts. Rogue Pet Science is on a mission to ensure those, pick, those precious paws stay happy and healthy. Picture this, more energy, longer, healthier life, Fewer of those big vet bills that you have to deal with. What sets them apart? Rogue Pet Science offers fantastic food toppers to support a healthy weight, delicious dog treats, and true canine favorites, the Yak Stick. Because let's be honest, our dogs deserve nothing but the best. Check out Rogue Pet Science and let's give our pets the love and care they deserve. Here's to happy, healthy dogs. You can find Rogue Pet Science and all of the treats and the food toppers at the Vouch Store. Vouch.store slash locked up sports. Vouch. Dot store slash locked up sports. Hey, this is Sarah Walters, wife of locked up sports host Bob Walters. I love a good cocktail, but I'm certainly no mixologist. And these days, who has the time to go out and get the latest fancy craft cocktails? Luckily, there's a delicious solution that even I can make. It's called Camp Craft Cocktails. All I have to do is add my favorite spirit, put it in the refrigerator, and three days later, I have the perfectly infused flavorful, refreshing cocktail. Campcraft cocktails have many varieties and go great with any type of spirit. These cocktails are perfect to serve at parties and make a great gift as well. 
To get your choice of Campcraft cocktails delivered right to your door, head on over to our partner Vouch at vouch.store slash locked up sports and pick up some of the individual jars or one of the many bundles available. Campcraft cocktails are just one of the many great items available at the Locked Up Sports Vouch store, where everything is vouched for by the Locked Up Sports team. I wouldn't trust my husband's pick for the big game, but when it comes to cocktails, he knows what he's talking about. The Vouch website is vouch.store slash locked up sports, or you can click the link to the Vouch store on the show's website, lockedupsports.net. Cheers. This is Bob Nightingale from USA Today. You're listening to Locked Up Sports. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked Up Sports. I'm Bob Walters inside the Brian Gunzel studio. Three days. We are three days away from Super Bowl 58. The long wait, the two weeks, the two-week wait. I hate the two weeks, right? I mean, I wish they just played it last week. I feel like it loses momentum. You lose a little bit of momentum coming into the Super Bowl off of the championship games by having that week off. I get why they do it. It's a logistics thing to get, you know, it's a big production getting the suit, get doing it, running a Super Bowl and putting the Super Bowl on. You got, you know, you got to get a million people into the, into the, the city for the Super Bowl. The team's got to get the ticket situation settled with their families and everything like that. You got to install game plans. You got to practice. So I, I get why they do it, but selfishly i'd rather there not be a week off i mean it, it, it would just be better to have it played last week right off, coming off the the championship games i feel like it loses a little momentum i mean there's really not much, how much more can you really talk about right we know the niners and the chiefs we've watched them now through the playoffs we've watched the the chiefs now for a couple of years the niners are coming up i, I mean it, it's they had they just had media day yesterday and media day Listen, you just want to get through media day without anybody on your team saying anything stupid. And it seems so far from what I've heard and from what I've seen that that they did that. Both both the Niners and the Chiefs were able to get out of there. You knew the Chiefs would with Andy Reid. He keeps he keeps his team pretty, you know, tight-lipped and 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 buttoned up. Uh Kyle Shanahan the same way. You have the Niners are a little bit more of a younger team. But you you got some veteran presidents on there, you know. Kittles and and Purdy is is young, but Purdy's not going to say anything stupid. Purdy knows what he's doing. He seems to be very composed. So they 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 survived media day, you know. And then Super Bowl week is just about over now. Now you kind of you, you you hunker down if you're the two teams, and you and you get final preparations together over the over the next two days. You get a good night's sleep Saturday, and then Sunday you got the biggest game of your life. If you're you know, unless you're Patrick Mahomes and and. Although I think this is, a, I said, I think this is a very, very big Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes as well as Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid is going is to retire after. I think win or lose, he retires after, but but we will see. The the matchup that, when you're talking matchups in the Super Bowl, you know, we, that's really all we got left to talk about, right? I think the most fascinating matchup for me is, is Spag's defense for the Chiefs, which has been lights out. One of the best, the best defense that Andy Reid has ever had. Going up against this powerful, high-powered offense of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I I don't know. You you never know how a quarterback's going to react or how any player's going to react in their first Super Bowl. This is Brock Purdy's first Super Bowl. He's still young. It's he, He's trying to become the fifth quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl in his first year in the NFL as a starter. And they, they classify NFL starter for a full year 
as playing more than 50% of your team's game. So I'm not even sure who the other four are, to be honest with you. But I read that. I thought it was interesting. But I think the matchup of the, the Chiefs defense and how Spagnola calls the game against the, the dynamic offense of the 49ers with Christian McCaffrey and they, they got Kittles and Purdy. How is he going to react? I think he's got to pressure him. He's got, He's been pressuring everybody. Right, he, he blitzed the house on, and he, he brought the house on a lot of plays against the Ravens, and he stifled the 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 MVP Lamar Jackson, and he just was off his game. And that's you know what? That's how you do it. That's how he beat the forty. That's how he beat the Patriots with the Giants, the undefeated Patriots. He rattled Tom Brady. He blitzed him, and the Giants just beat the hell out of Tom Brady for that game. And I think Spags has brought the brought the blitz. They've been blitzing. They got good corners. They have a good secondary. They they got their linebackers have been blitzing and they've been getting to the quarterback. I think if they get to Purdy, they're going to rattle him. He's going to make some mistakes, and that could be the difference in the game. So now there's an interesting thing I read is Ed McCaffrey. Of course, Ed McCaffrey played for the Giants, played for the 49ers, and also played for the Denver. Won two Super Bowls with Denver, back to back Super Bowls, ninety seven and ninety eight, I believe, were the Super Bowls with Denver with Elway. Mike Shanahan was the coach of that team. So father-son winning back-to-back Super Bowls. Now you got Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Shanahan as the coach, and they're going to try and join the, the list of father-sons to win the Super Bowl on the same team. And, and, you know, it's interesting. Ed McCaffrey, to be honest with you, I didn't realize that Christian McCaffrey was Ed McCaffrey's kid. I mean, I remember Ed McCaffrey on the Giants, right? We all remember it. And, and the Broncos and and the 49ers for for he was a played receiver for he was a good receiver you know he was he sat behind Jerry Rice and 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 Taylor in San Francisco but he was the the head he was the the lead number one receiver for Elway in Denver he, he was solid for the Giants so and and I didn't I, I don't know why I just never real I didn't realize I didn't put two and two together that Ed McCaffrey is the father of Christian McCaffrey now I. I might be the only one that, that didn't do that. I, I don't know. But I did, for some reason, I didn't put two and two together and see that. So uh, that's an interesting storyline. Like I said, there's not much left to discuss, right? We know what's going on. We know the teams. We know who we like. I like the Chiefs. I'm going to give you an official pick with a score uh, this weekend, Saturday, when we do show with Brett. So we'll have that. You know, listen. I like the Chiefs. Okay. I like the Chiefs. I'm not, I don't think Brock Purdy is going to stop Mahomes. And I don't think he's going to stop Andy Reid. And I don't think he's going to be able to play that well against Spagnola's defense. And I think the Chiefs win. And I think they win by like 10 points. It's fascinating to me, though, that there's a lot of money coming in on, on the Niners. They're a two point favorite. And it's probably, the line's probably not going to move off, too. Right. You're probably going to go to kickoff with a two point favorite. But hey, listen. That, that it should be a fun game. And like I said, we'll have plenty of it on it on Sunday. We'll get more into the X and O's with Brett and what, what we think is going to go on. But I'm telling you, watch that, that, that matchup, the, the chiefs defense against the powerful 49ers offense and, and Spagnola, because he's been brilliant. He was brilliant against the Ravens and they went into Baltimore and won that game, shut down that, that team, the best team in the NFL, which a lot of us thought, and a lot of us did picked Baltimore to knock out, Kansas City. I mean, if you go through the shows back in the shows that we've had the last uh, three months, I say multiple times that Kansas City is ripe to be picked off. And now, you know what? Now I'm not saying it anymore because I'm sick of being wrong. And 
you know, with my track record, I will probably be wrong and the Niners will probably win. But so let's get to uh, Mark Mancini. The Mancini Report, of course, is brought to you by Split Rock Coffee. Here is the Mancini Report. Mark, Mark Mancini, Mancini, XM, XM Radio. Radio. Talk to you. Here it is, the Mancini Report. All right, so now it's time for the Mark Mancini Report. The Mark Mancini Report brought to you by Split Rock Coffee. Split Rock Coffee. Coffee with a purpose. It's made by veterans. You can find it at the Vouch Store. Vouch.store slash Locked Up Sports. Mark, how are you doing? Almost Super Bowl. Have you had your Split Rock Coffee? Did you have it yet today? Oh, man, I'll tell you, i got to get a couple cans of that, my brother, man. I love my coffee. It's Split Rock backing this up. Man, yeah. What more can you ask? Supporting the veterans and everything? Yeah. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, look, supporting the veterans, week, you kid. I just added some. Yeah, yeah. I just added another person to the uh, can't stand list, and I watched a little <laughs> bit of the Grammys. Not a big fan of Miley Cyrus, man. Great body, but that's about where it stops. I like Miley Cyrus. I think you know why. Here's the thing, and my wife always gets on me about this. I don't. I'm not musically inclined at all. Like zero. Like I sing around the house, and I'm terrible. But and I don't like. I don't like get music for like a purpose. If it's catchy, I like it. So if it's cheesy and it's catchy and it's pop, like pop, top 20 top stuff, I like it. If I can sing it, remember the words, I like it. Miley Cyrus, I like it. <laughs> I, You know, I look at her and I say to myself, she must be running off her dad's coattails, man. I don't no, know. She was in the I beginning, mean, but care. now she's bigger than her father. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't care for her on The Voice. And, you know, I think she's, you know, then she's holding on to Dolly Parton there a little. So I, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, Give me, hey, give me Eva Mendez. Give me Michelle Pfeiffer, the Catwoman. Give me some of these. You well, know? it's a different generation. Miley Cyrus is, you know, Miley Cyrus is, is dead. could be your, your grandkids' age, right? Yeah, well. What are you, 42, 43? Yeah, my, my grandkids <laughs> look better than Miley Cyrus. Hey, listen, I'm sure they do. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, Miley Cyrus is too young for me, all right? We can't, we, let's not get ourselves in trouble. Mark. We just got sponsors. Let's not lose the sponsors here, right? No, no, we can't do that, man. We can't do that. So now you it's know? it's Super Bowl week, right? We had, we had the, 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 I think today was the media day. I don't get really wrapped up in any of the stuff until the game almost starts. Um, are you uh, what, what have you have you been paying attention this week? Well, what are you what are you looking for this week coming into the game on Sunday? Well, I'll tell you, we don't have a dog in the fight. You or I, we both know that. Uh, when you look at it, it's the whole Taylor Swift movement with the Kansas City Chiefs barbecue food, Andy Reid and his Tommy Burgers, Patrick Mahomes and his dysfunctional family. I mean, we got that on one side. On the other side, we got the San Francisco 49ers where Kyle Shanahan's trying to resurrect himself in Super Bowls, whether it's being a part of the Atlanta Falcons, blowing it to the New England Patriots, or, you know, losing to the Chiefs the first time. So you go figure it. Um, I will tell you, I had a buddy lay out some big money, 22000 just to go get a ticket to sit next to the 49er bench and watch their asses. From 22000 I mean, Wait, 22000 a seat? Yeah. My <sighs> first row. Yeah, but even first Guys, of all... I, I, I said, First of all, you, first row is not where you want to sit. No, no. Not, that's the worst place to sit. But he's the same guy that paid 1300 to see the Las Vegas Golden Knights on the glass. So, who knows, man? <laughs> Those are the yeah. worst seats. The, the, the front row in the NHL and the, the front row in the NFL are some of the worst seats you could possibly have. I've yeah, sat in the who's NHL. Spending it? Yeah, who, well, who's spending this kind of money unless it's corporations? Well, he must have. I mean, he's obviously got money, right? He's obviously got money. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, you went to a Knicks game a couple weeks back. Yeah, $1,000 for know, four seats. It, it, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. The garden's always it's, expensive. It's ludicrous. But 22000 is outrageous. Yeah, the Yankees, the Yankees aren't cheap. The Mets, you could probably kind of work your way in there. Yeah, well, listen, baseball, you can, baseball, you can work your way in. You can get in reasonable price with baseball because there's game every day, right? Now, Yankees have the legend seats, and you could sit in places where it's going to cost you $1,000. The Knicks game, the other night, I was talking with my buddy on our show just, just this past weekend. The Knicks-Lakers, Saturday night, LeBron in the building yeah. against the Lakers. The the cheap. I looked an hour before the game just to see how I was just curious. Six hundred and seventy eight dollars was the was the get in the building price for a regular that season game. That's in, first of all, for, when you when you look at the, the NBA today, and you know I'm a Bucks fan. I watched about ten minutes of that game last night against Phoenix. I can't watch it, man. The NBA, it's there's no defense. We talked about this last week. It's a bunch of totem poles. I mean, guys are scoring 70, 60. There's 145, 144 scores. I mean, they're trying to drive this sport like they are in baseball where chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's what they're trying to do. Now, back to the Super Bowl. I had asked you last week. Now, as far as Andy Reid goes, I think I listen, I like Andy Reid. I think he's a likable guy. He's he's had, you know, he's overcome tragedy in his life with his son passing away and everything like that. And he, he's... Phillies, uh, Phillies, Eagles coach or not, I, I have, I like say, I like Andy Reid. I think if he wins this, he's one of the all time. He's up right up there, you know, maybe just one notch below, like a Belichick. What, what, what are your feelings on that? <laughs> First of all, are you, have you been? Did you take a couple shots at Jack Daniels before the show? You think he's? I There's think no he's. Way. I think he's better than. Jo I think no he's Joe way Gibbs. Andy Reid. Well, here's the thing with Andy Reid. Andy Reid, to me, in Philadelphia did absolutely nothing. He came into Kansas City kind of like Phil Jackson, rode in on the white horse when when everything was pretty much put together for him. And now, now he's winning, so he's riding the coattails of Patrick Mahomes. I think, technically, he's stealing money along with Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes should get the big bonus there. I, well, listen, Patrick Mahomes, as far as I'm concerned, he's one of the best. He's going to be one of the best ever. And I think him, I, but look, look, this is going to be the third Super Bowl if he wins for, for Andy Reid. Third Super Bowl. And you can say all you want. He's, he's riding the coattails of, of of Kelsey and of Mahomes. Of course he is because he's not playing the games. He, he can't, you're not going to take a bunch of the Giants or the Jets this year to the Super Bowl and win with them, right? Belichick had Brady. Uh, Jimmy Johnson had, had Aikman. Uh, everybody. I, I think Marv Levy, too. Marv Levy had Kelly, had uh, Jim Kelly. You know, they, they never won one, but they went to four straight. So, I, and well, everybody has great players. The is uh, Belichick is better. Parcells is better. Uh, John Gruden, I think, he had more tenacity. I take John Gruden over Andy Reid. I'm looking at the makeup and what this guy can do for teams – you know that if that situation didn't, you know, present itself in Vegas, John Gruden would have probably won in Vegas. Mm. Um, so yeah. I, I, I kind of like 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 those kind of guys. You know, when you look at Tony Dungy, another one that built the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bill Walsh. There's a lot of great. You know, there's a lot of great coaches. To me, I look at Andy Reid like I look at Phil Jackson somewhat. No Michael Jordan, no Scotty Pippen. What is Michael? What is what is uh, Phil Jackson want? He couldn't win in New York. Pat Riley. Uh, nobody would have won in New York with those teams. You think Pat Riley would have won with, with the teams Phil Jackson had? I think if Phil Pat, Jackson Pat had Pat Riley, Riley's teams, Pat he would have won. 
Pat Riley should have won in New York if John Starks could hit his threes against Houston that one. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know. But that's what I'm saying is I think Phil Jackson could have won with Pat Riley. You're right. Pat Riley should have won. And if they didn't come out, uh, no, that was Van Gundy when Andy they came Reed, out on that. Andy Reid's in that category of Mancini. I throw Mike Krzyzewski in there. Give me Jerry Tarkanian. George Seaford. Give me John Calipari. Krzyzewski's another one that rides the coattails of everybody coming. And, you know, I'm not a big Krzyzewski guy either. But, really? You know, I, I look at these coaches. I think a coach to me garners, you know, the room in, in a lot of ways where it's a little bit of swag. I like Jim Harbaugh a lot. Yes, I do too. I do too. I think Jim Harbaugh, yeah. I think he's probably right now one of the top three Football coaches in America, college, anything. I, I like I like John Harbaugh. Yep. I, I, you know, I, and I, don't, I don't like the Ravens, but I like John Harbaugh. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Don Shula was a good one. Yep. What about Chuck you Dole? Know, Chuck Dole, you're, you're, you're Steelers. Chuck Dole. Yeah, you can keep going on. So you, um, so you would, so you would, would I mean, what, Andy, he's obviously going to walk into, into Canton, but what, what, what do you, where do you, you put him up there with like a, a Krzyzewski and, and a, and a Phil Jackson, I mean, to most people, it's that that doesn't sound like a knock on him. Well, I mean, I mean, it, if you know, when you look at, I'll give you an example: McCarthy at Dallas. Once he got out of Green Bay, what's he done in Dallas? Now, I don't want to knock him too much because he's a Pennsylvania guy. Mm -hmm. But you know, what's McCarthy done? Yeah, if you take Andy. You took Andy Reid out of that situation in Philly. He didn't do nothing. He finds himself in in happy land. He went to a Super Bowl in Philly, though. Right? Did he? Right. He took I mean, with Donovan McNabb? Yeah, but what happened? And they lost. No, they lost. I know. I get that. And he, and he but he's going to win his third one here. I think he's going to, you think he's going to retire after this? Win or lose? Well, maybe he'll open up a Tommy's. I know he's a big Tommy's guy. <laughs> uh, it's a, a food chain out here with hamburgers. So he likes the chili. So maybe, maybe he'll open up a Tommy's. Who knows if they're not shipping Tommy's burgers out to Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, what, you know, what, what are you going to do? I, I happen to like him. Now, now you also have, uh, I saw in there and I've, and I've well, spoken. Either, you know what? The, the, the other thing I'd like to jump on is how come Eric BM, can't find a job. That's a good, that's I a like good Eric question. He did. You know why? Because here's the deal. Eric BM was the hot, the hot item, I guess, two years ago, right? He was the, the hot, the, everybody wanted him and he didn't get the job or he, did he turn one down? He might've turned one down. He didn't get a job. I know he didn't. He went on a couple of interviews. He didn't get a job. And now it kind of, it passed it like his, it just kind of, his name faded and, and there's new hot guys coming up and, 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 and the, the hot coordinators and everything. Like for some reason, look at Belichick doesn't have a job. Um, Vrabel doesn't have a job. These are good football coaches. Belichick, one of the best yeah, ever. I was surprised Vrabel didn't get the New England job. Oh, I would. I'd really, be really surprised. I'd hire Vrabel in a second. And, and you know, <laughs> the Giants, you know, maybe they should consider knocking, knocking on the tires, see if Belichick wants to be a defensive coordinator. <laughs> they could use a defensive maybe, coordinator. I mean, now they just hired yeah, somebody, know, but. Kind of, kind of, you know, why wouldn't you, you know, maybe, you know, the interview with Atlanta, maybe he, you know, I think Belichick's got to get into a situation where he could put him over the hump. The team's almost there, kind of like the Buffalo Bills. Belichick would help that team. The Eagles, they just need a push. The Cowboys could be one. What about the Jets? Just need that little push. What about the Jets? The Jets are a disaster. Their coach is terrible. Belichick gets along with Rodgers. I know they're buddies. What about, you know, get rid of Salah, because Salah's got to go anyway. But 
get rid of Salah well, and, and hire him in the Jets. I don't know if he would take it because of everything that went on in the past, but then give it a shot, right? It can't hurt to, to ask. Well, Rodgers, Rodgers is another one. Be careful for what you wish for because, you know, Jordan Love took Green Bay boy and he almost took him to the championship game. Yeah, I know. Listen, I think the Rodgers and the Jets thing is 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 just crash. Is going to crash and burn. It's going to crash and burn. It, it, no, no. First of all, it's the Jets, right? They, they they can't get anything right ever. Second of all, he's 40 years old now. He hasn't played in a season. He's coming off surgery. And they, they it's just, it's the Jets, too. You, you got you to gotta expect it. I expect it to crash and burn. Well, and that, that that's the other thing. They were all in. They moved their chips to the center of the table. And now they're trying to figure out how they lost, and it's time to go. The casino needs to close, and the Jets are still sitting at the table trying to figure this thing out. The Jets. It, I mean, it's, it's, it kinda, you know what? It's almost like the Mets. That's what I said. It's almost like the and Mets you, in some ways. What, what it, and, and like I said, I feel bad. As a Mets fan, I feel bad because I'd say 90, 90% of Jets of Mets fans are Jets fans. They got to deal with the Mets yeah. and the Jets. At least I got the Giants. At least somehow I got my father made me a Giants fan, so something happened. So so, so I got something good. I got a couple world. You know, I got a couple worlds. Uh, what is that? You hear that? Uh, weather alert in California oh, okay. with a storm watch. I thought we were gonna have like the 80, like that? the eighty eight World Series. I thought it was gonna be like uh, <laughs> I thought we were gonna have an earthquake or something here. <laughs> yeah, it, you know we got you know out here we get people covering puddles. Yeah, you guys listen. You, know, you, guys, you guys get rain in the in the winter, and then you get you get burning the fires in the summer. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unbelievable, man. What, what's going on with this state? You know, mudslides, and then you get the fires. I mean, we got a drought, and then you got it, it's crazy. I got a buddy that's a meteorologist out here. I go, what what is going on, man? I mean, they're just guessing. Every time I they're see just you guys, guessing. you're covering a puddle. He's a meteorologist. <laughs> Did he go to school for meteorology? Because to me, they're just guessing, yeah. right? I mean, I can tell you it's probably, it's going to be partly. We went he's three weeks. Guy. I love him. Oh, really. I'm not saying he's not. Great, great. Yeah. You have to but, be. Uh, well, I mean, come on, man. How much How much time do you have to put in to be a meteorologist? Yeah, I, I, I don't think, right? I don't think you have to do that much. The, the, uh, the weather in California is 350 <laughs> days out of 60. 365 is great. Well, you got Jim Cantori, who's the guy. He just goes out. You, all you got to do is be able to go out in the weather, right? You got to be standing the elements. Yeah. And and like, who wants to do that? You're only on TV for like two minutes every night. You Half the time you're wrong. Everyone is no, is like on you when you're wrong. And then you're getting blasted when it's when it's crappy weather. You got to stand out there in three feet of snow or driving winds. Like those, how many times do you see them like leaning into the wind? With the, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's, it's not for me. They, they better be, be be making good money, but they got to be personable, so they're, they're good like that. Now, now you have a problem also with, I, yeah, I, I, you're crazy, Mark. You, you you like Mahomes, but you have a problem with, with Reed, and you don't like Travis Kelsey, who's, listen, if you don't like him personally, if you don't like his girlfriend, that's one thing, but he is an well, all-time I, tight I, I, end. No, no. I mean, you know, first of all, when you look at that, that uh, Travis Kelsey you know, we talked about this last week, too, with tight ends. This guy's game has gone downhill ever since he's dated Taylor Swift. Don't the facts add up to that? This year, maybe. maybe, But I don't think it's Taylor Swift. Okay. I think he's getting a little older. He's only dated Taylor well, Swift for half the season, right? Or was it the whole season? I think it was only like half the well, season. Yeah, but let me, you know, what, what's he What's he done? I mean... When you look at it, he single handedly no beat Ron the he single handedly beat the beat the uh, he's not, the Ravens. He's no Rob Gronkowski. 
Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, he's no Heath Miller in my book. No, he's better than Heath Miller. He's better than Heath Miller. He's he's no Gronkowski. I'll give you credit. Heath Miller. He's better than Heath Miller, and, and he's better than and he, you know. What he's like I think, and I taught, said this to you before. Antonio Gates. Oh, I take Antonio Gates any day of the week. Over, over, over. Antonio Gates is much, much, much bigger than this guy. Really? Much, much bigger. Um, yeah, but can uh, he catch? And Antonio, you know, listen, Antonio, they're both big. You're splitting, you know, you're, you're one and one A type of situation. They're both going to be Hall of Famers. So I'm not, I'm not ripping uh, I'll, Antonio. I'll tell you one thing: a healthy Mark, a healthy Mark Andrews, I take over him too. Oh yeah, okay. Well, then I want to be picking in the same league that you're picking. <laughs> and, and you're telling me you're going to tell me he's better than Dave Casper? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 oh, I, think, no, I, I mean, listen, he's he's on the decline. Okay, he's getting older. But if you look too, and he had a great. He said, "I just put the graphic up here. It is right here again. Eight okay, of the even, last nine playoff games, he scored a touchdown." Okay, even even as we're tripping over our shoelace, and I know we're doing that maybe to sell tickets in these two cities, the Kansas City and San Francisco. But the game has changed so much. And Mahomes, they're they're trying to pass him the, the torch to take over Brady. To me, Brady's the best ever. Um, and, and I'll have Bradshaw in there too. But they've changed the rules so much where you can't touch a quarterback. The game's changed. You get some of them old defenses of the 70s, they'd be tearing up Travis Kelsey. He wouldn't even get off the line of scrimmage. What do you see? Mel Blunt. He's bigger than those guys. Know. You think he's Ditka? You think Ditka was better than him? Well, those guys, they, those guys hit you and they continue to hit you when you were on the ground. The <laughs> You're right. I saw a thing you on know, Mean Joe Green. I saw a thing on Mean Joe Green. He grabbed the, the guy's helmet. He would throw the helmet into the stands. <laughs> the, running, the running attack that they have today Earl Campbell could survive in it because he was a big guy, man, trying to take down. He would steamroll the Kansas City defense and probably steamroll the San Francisco defense. Well, I'll tell you that what. Guy, I mean, the Steelers had problems bringing him down. They had to gang tackle him. Took three, four guys to bring him down if you looked at the old clips. I think one of the best matchups to watch in this Super Bowl is Spagnola and his D. Spagnola, what he does against the dynamic San Francisco offense because – he 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 blitzes. He loves to blitz. He I saw we had him here with the Giants for a long time, and he does every and he's a blitzer. He did it against the Ravens. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be that's a fascinating matchup to me. Give us uh, give us your pick for the Super Bowl. Give us your score for the Super Bowl. Uh, I like San Francisco because I think Shanahan can touch the clouds. Um, and I think it's gonna be. Uh, 38-21. You think this you think they scored 38 points in that Kansas City defense? All right. Well, yeah. I, I got I got I Kansas, they, I got I Kansas they, City. I'm not I'm done betting against Mahomes. And regardless of what you say, I'm done betting against Mahomes and I'm done <laughs> betting getting against against uh Kelsey and, and Andy Reid and everything. Mark hey, and hey, 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 I, I said this I, I, I said this if the penguins don't win the cup. Keep your eyes, and you know me, and I said this before, and everybody laughed, and they, they finally realized it. I said, hey, listen, WrestleMania, it's not going to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. It would be The Rock. They want to sell tickets in Philly. I'm telling you right now, Austin Matthews is much better than Connor McDavid. Toronto Maple Leafs will win the cup. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if it hits 38-21. There are many things that you said that, that I got off here with you. I got off the show and I was like, what is he talking about? He's a lunatic. And then it happens. Yeah. So I, you know, just like I'm done betting against the, the, the Chiefs and then and, and Mahomes, 
I'm done betting against you because no matter how stupid or crazy you might sound on here, <laughs> it ends up coming true six weeks later. And I'm like, oh, my God, he was right. Now I got to go in there and tell him. Mark Mancini, XM Radio. Mark, enjoy the Super Bowl. And I'll talk to you next week, and we'll see how right you really were. Yeah, we got to do it after Valentine's because we got our spouse is going to ask us yeah, what yeah. the hell we do. No on show. Wednesday no night. show on Valentine's Day, Mark. Don't yeah, get me in trouble. Yeah. Hey, right. I love you. Say hi to the family. Will do. You still you the Peace same, Mark. Out and wait till my penguins get a hold of your arrangement. <laughs> All right, I told you. I know the mayor now. You got to get out here. We're going to the, we'll go to the game. I'll get us tickets. Not on the I glass. Definitely, definitely get. Definitely. Not on the glass because we don't want to sit on the glass. I want to. I want to see the game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I love Mark. You, brother. Catch you later. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mark Mancini. Uh, listen, he says a lot of crazy stuff, right? But to his credit, it can't. <laughs> He's been right about a lot of the crazy stuff that I thought he was crazy about when he said it. A couple weeks later, I, I, I have to eat crow because I was wrong, and he, it turns out he was right. So we'll see. And 22000 for Super Bowl tickets. <sighs> Who's paying that? If you're not a business, even if you are a business, if you're not a big like corporation, one of these big businesses in this country, you're not. Uh, who would pay $22,000? First, first of all, football is better on television than it is in person. I get it. I would like, just like everybody else, I would like to go to a Super Bowl one time in my life, too, just to say you went. And Mark's actually talking about getting getting us onto Radio Row next year in New Orleans, but, you know, that that's, you know, we'll, we'll see about that. But I would like to go to a Super Bowl. But from what I've heard from people who have gone to the Super Bowl and people I know who have gone to the Super Bowl, is it, it's a long game. The commercials are longer. You got a half-hour, halftime show. The halftime show is geared 100% towards television, so it's not really like a concert. Like a, It's not going to be like an Usher concert. So it's it's different. It's a different kind of game. If you go to NFL games regularly, the Super Bowl is completely different, completely different from any other. And I get, you know, obviously it's different. It's the Super Bowl. But it's not – football in general is better on television. You, you get the replays, just the angles, everything. Everything is better. And he's also sitting right behind the bench in the front row. Those are some of the worst seats. I don't know why people think they like the closer, the better basketball. Yes. Closer, the better. Here's the, here's the way I look at it with seats. All right. They give the best seats in the house to the announcers. Okay. In basketball, they're sitting on the court. Mike Breen is sitting right there on the court front row hockey. They're sitting midway up center ice football. They're sitting midway up 50 yard line. Okay. It's just not a good seat front row. You can't see like from back of the end zone. That those aren't good seats. So you know, I hope he enjoys the game. He spent a whole ton of money on it. Twenty two thousand dollars a ticket. He apparently bought four tickets. <sighs> I mean, I, I guess he has money, right? You, you're not spending that kind of money unless you have serious amounts of money. So that's going to do it for us tonight. Rangers with a big win, three in a row. Goalie controversy. Uh, do they play quick on, on Friday against Chicago? I think Shisterkin plays. I would play quick. We'll see what they do. Brunson questionable for tomorrow. Listen, don't play Brunson tomorrow. Let him sit. Let him rest the ankle. If you lose, you lose. Okay? I'd rather lose tomorrow's game than lose Brunson for six to eight weeks and just have the whole thing go down the tubes when you're having such a good season. So sit Brent Brunson. I don't think he's going to play tomorrow, that, which is fine. And, you know, maybe they pull one out. Maybe they don't. Either way, don't don't ruin this. Don't push him out there. And I think Thibodeau is, is smart enough to to realize that and not do that. So we'll see what goes on there. Super Bowl three days away. We'll be with you Saturday. Again, uh, we're sponsored by Vout Store. Check out the Vout Store, would you? 
Vouch.store slash locked up sports. Vouch.store slash locked up sports. Check it out. Pick up some stuff for your Super Bowl party. We'll have it delivered by the Super Bowl. Guaranteed. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember, rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. Rate, review, and subscribe. Okay? Uh, We'll talk to you Saturday, everybody. I'm Bob Walters. See ya.